Hello, welcome to another episode of LFC Reactions. Um, not a football match reaction as you'd usually hear on a typical LFC Reactions podcast, but um, an announcement has just happened, which is, quite frankly, a monumental moment in not just Liverpool's history, but in the history of European football in general. Um, the European Super League, yes, um, you may have heard about it today, you may have heard about it in recent months, I remember there was an article about Liverpool Man United trying to push for a European Super League, I think this was in 2020, I can't remember what month, but I remember there was an article which was, there was rumours of this circulating, um, and even in 2019, there was like, f- uh, what do you call it? Sprinkles of talks of a European Super League. And I can't believe it. The day has actually come. A European Super League is going to get formed. What the hell is going on? <laughs> um, right, so... Because this is quite a unique, special podcast, I don't even know the structure of how to explain what this European Super League will entail. Um, so yeah, let, let me, let's break down what is the European Super League, essentially, and how did we come to this conclusion? So, um, from what we know so far, they said there's 12 teams that are going to be um, involved in this competition. The big six, so your Man City, Man United, Chelsea, Arsenal, Liverpool, Tottenham, um, Atletico Madrid, Real Madrid, Barcelona, Juventus, Inter Milan, and PSG and Bayern Munich got offered um, a spot but respectfully declined. And I don't blame them, but we'll get into the logistics uh, later. How we came to this conclusion. So, um, there's founding members, would believe it or not. There is founding members of this European Super League. At the very top is um, Florentino Perez, um, the Real Madrid president. And has been Real Madrid president for 12 years. I think he's the longest serving uh, president in Real Madrid's history, I believe. I believe. Um, You also got Stan Kroenke, the owner of Arsenal, who is a co-founding member. Um, You got the Glazers of Man United, another co-founding member of this. You got our own owners, John Henry, um, a co-founding member. And there was somebody else from Juventus. I forgot their name, um, but they're, they're co-founders also. There's the overall chairman, Perez, and then the four co-founders forming a European Super League. Now, what have you noticed? The three out of the five names... Are American. 
This is a problem. This is a problem. I can tell you why it's a problem. Americans don't understand European football culture. They understand the business assets of running a football club. Sure, they may run a football club very well. We know FSG have... We've had our ups and downs over the last 10 years of FSG, but this is what's going to happen. Um, this is... And the same, the Glazers, who Man United have, in the last 10 years, have hated the Glazers, if anything. They hated the Glazers. There's been numerous protests, so their detentions there is even high. And with Stan Kroenke as well, and at Arsenal is also high. Um, how they became co-founding members, well... Um, they were initially brought to the forefront of this proposal and with a JP Morgan investment of six billion pounds, I believe, and every co-founding member receives 450 million for this. It's quite insane, which means that capitalism is still alive and well in football. Um, which is shocking, and then, yeah, obviously with four hundred and fifty million, what owners are going to say no? Um, we've been in a pandemic. This is not me justifying this European Super League, by the way. This is me observing objectively their thought process behind all of this malarkey. So we are obviously in a pandemic. Obviously, no fan attendance for 13 months now. Um, it has been announced Liverpool lost 120 million in revenue since the pandemic started. Hence why FSG sold 10% of their stake um, for 400 million, essentially. And now with this European Super League money for, to come in, that makes it 800 million. So Liverpool now roughly from the 10% stake and this European Super League money were due to receive. That's potentially $850 million. That is a lot of money. That is a lot of money. But what is the cost of all this? There's obviously a butterfly effect to this. The sport we all know, the sport we all love, is essentially falling to pieces. Um, what does this mean? There's so many implications as well. Um, so where do I start first? Obviously, when this was announced, UEFA announced, okay, if you're going to play that game, here are the sanctions we're going to put in place. So that UEFA Champions League that you love so much, forget it. You're not going to be in that competition next year. We are going to permanently exclude you from that competition. The Premier League have also written a statement saying anyone who joins this European Super League will be expelled from the Premier League and they will start fifth tier. 
I read this in the last 10 minutes, by the way. I had no idea this was a thing. Let's have to start from the fifth tier of the sport. So we're talking not 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 Premier League, not Championship, not League One, not League Two, but a Vanarama, Pre- Vanarama Conference League. What the hell? So Arsenal, Tottenham, Man City, Man United... Chelsea, Liverpool will all be in this Vanarama League. What is going on? What I, I my mind is blown. Internationally, the sanctions UEFA put in place. Um, there will be no Euros for anyone that participates in this competition. There will be no World Cup for anyone that participates in this comp. Oh, you I know UEFA controlled the Euros, but I'm sure FIFA are gonna run the same sanctions and say there will be no World Cup. But what is the implications of UEFA saying you there'll be no Euros? Well, the funding, you delayed the Euros a year ago because of pandemic, understandably. But now UEFA are potentially shooting themselves in the foot because of this. Um, it's very complex situation because UEFA have obviously put in a hefty amount of funding to make Euro 2020 happen. They've lost money already because of the pandemic. Now you're expelling players from playing for their country if they participate in this competition. But the players never consented to being in this competition. All, this is all down to the owners. So why do the players get punished? for not being allowed to play for their countries because of European Super League. Can you see the implication of that? The player's job is to represent the club. They never voted, yes, I want to be in Super League, no, I want to be in Super League. It was down to the owners of the respective football clubs. So why are the own, why are the players getting punished for it? This is a problem with UEFA. The other problem, not even just the Champions League, the reform of the Champions League that was that they're making the decision on tomorrow. So for those of you that don't know, um, UEFA are voting on uh, a reform of the Champions League, where essentially there will be more teams involved in it instead of thirty two teams, there will be thirty six teams. Um, the group stage will go from six games to ten games. Before you get, before you enter your respective knockouts, and um, the problem with this is fixture congestion becomes a whole lot worse. Um, prize money is also affected by this because you're adding more teams, and it's essentially UEFA's way of saying we want uh, the story of the little man in the Champions League progressing as far as they can in the Champions League rather than keeping things authentic the way they are. Um that and that's the problem and that was and and I think the UEFA the, the the teams that are joining this UEFA Super League have bounced back and said, nah, if you're planning to do that, let's call your bluff and run this Super League now. But in my head, I thought this was all a ploy to make UEFA a U-turn on this reform of the Champions League. But the fact this already been put in place now, 
well, what it's, it seems to be set in stone, it means, it means that football is in a very confusing state of manner right now. And all I have to say is, FSG, shame on you. Glazer, shame on you. Stan Kroenke, shame on you. Florentino Perez, shame on you. Um, everyone else that who respective owners who said yes to this appalling you uh European Super League, shame on you. How dare you make an inclu- exclusive, wealthy, elitist club? Where there'll be no ramifications for if you get relegated. It's just that, oh, you're privileged and wealthy enough to enter this competition. So we're just going to have you enter this competition. And this is just how it's going to be. How dare you? How dare you try to change football into an NFL slash NBA type of franchise where you players, the same teams competing every year, year in, year out. This is not, this is different, bro. You cannot do that to European football. American sports culture and European sports culture is different and significantly different for, for, for reasons alone. For reasons alone. And now you've come here to implement and sprinkle your American ideas into our game. And essentially is ruining and is going to ruin the sport of football. For fans, for everyone, for spectators, everything in general is is going to be um, damaged, essentially. You expect fans to be supporting this? You make a decision like this during a pandemic? is very selfish behaviour. Very selfish behaviour. I'm disgusted by our owners to that they even gone for this. But I'm not, I, I'm not entirely surprised. Because remember the whole seventy-seven pound thing, um, they wanted to increase ticket prices. They U-turned on that. They wanted to uh, fire staff and not furlough them. Remember that this was just last year, by the way. There's been so many situations where FSG have done some questionable shit, but by all means. This is the most questionable of all. The most questionable of all. I've, I, I have no problem with a new competition if it's fair game for everyone. If it's fair game for lower teams and, and, and the elite teams. I have no problem with that. If it's innovative, if it makes sense, if it's viable for the bigger teams and the smaller teams. But what you're doing here, literally complicates football to a massive scale where I can't even understand what is going to happen next. Um, So, if there's no Premier League of the big six, financially, that damages the Premier League. Financially, that damages the economy in general. Because if you think about it, Think about how much revenue the big six bring in for the Premier League and for the country. By taking them away from the Premier League, you lose so much, so much money is going to get lost. 
Boris Johnson released a statement today saying he is appalled and shocked by this decision. When does Boris Johnson ever talk about football? That's how you know this is a fuckery. Because when people are now agreeing with Boris Johnson, this this is it, an alarm. It's an it's a big red flag. And and all of it and other MPs are now talking about how they don't stand for this. And I'm sure MPs from other countries, I believe President uh, Macron, President of France, he opposed to this French league, opposed to this Super League. And that's why no French teams um, are participating in this, really. So France and Germany are the only two countries that can hold their own. And fair play to them. Um, the Bayern and Dortmund... Of 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 fan run clubs, I believe. So, the fact that there's no billionaire owners that run their clubs mean that they can treat football as a fair game. So, and I wish that for I wish that was the situation for all all clubs. Um. But yeah, wow, it's a it's a monumental moment, and I I don't even know how to break this down. Um. Tomorrow, Liverpool play Leeds in the Premier League. It's going to be very interesting to see what Klopp has to say. Um, I believe two years ago, Klopp briefly spoke about a European Super League and opposed to it. I don't know what his emotions going to be for this. Um... Will he resign? Who knows? I don't know. Um, it's going to be very interesting to see what um, what he's going to say. It's going to be very interesting to see what UEFA do. Because we know this lawsuit is coming. It's definitely coming. And this lawsuit is going to be the biggest in 21st century by far. It's going to be the biggest lawsuit of the 21st century. Because there's just so many implications. Um, expulsions from leagues. It's, uh, it's so overwhelming that I, d- I don't have enough information to cons- break it down and make it as concise as possible. Um, my suggestion is do your research, go on Google, find out um, what you can do to... Make a protest about this as a football fan because this is going to change our sport and detriment it for the worse. Um, And as a fan, you have to speak out. Like we say, football without fans is nothing. And fans aren't going to stand for this. On social media, it's overwhelming the amount of negative comments about this European Super League. Nobody wants this. There was nothing wrong with the UEFA Champions League format. But executives at the top get bored. And everyone, they're all unethical. I I don't even believe it's just UEFA being the trying to be the quote unquote heroes. UEFA are unethical themselves. We know this. The Stop Racism campaign, they don't care about that. But if it 
if you hear about oh European Super League, they're quick to release statements. They're quick to um, condemn this from happening. They're quick to find implementations to work around this to stop this from happening. And the same with the Premier League. The same people that try to charge £15 for one-off games during a pandemic, we should now feel empathy for the Premier League. Do you know what I mean? All these corporations need to understand they're all unethical. All of them are unethical. But this might, maybe this might be the trigger for UEFA and the Premier League and the La Liga and Bundesliga, well, not Bundesliga, well, Syria. Um, these executives, now, let's see how much moral compass you really have, how much you really care about fans. Let's see, it's your move now, because this is a disgrace. This is, quite frankly, the biggest disgrace that I've ever seen in my 27 years I've been alive. Um, it is your move. And boy, what a scary, scary time to be in. I cannot believe this is the state of football right now. It is actually bonkers, mate. Um, and there's probably going to be more news tomorrow. I'm... Um, Tomorrow, I don't know how much Liverpool leads I might be able to watch, um, but I will drop a I will drop a LFC reactions anyway, um, because I'll probably break it down in the highlights what I thought about the game. Um, I want to break down Klopp's feelings because Klopp might say something significant that might affect Liverpool Football Club. Um and yeah we'll see what happens from there but boy what a worrying time to be a football fan right now and right now all all this is all this news is leading to is leading to the biggest court case of the twenty first century in sporting history. You're ne- or even in 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 history in general this court case, you know, you everyone's going to be building up their files, their case. Crazy times. And to think this is all because of a pandemic. This really, the, the pandemic was the trigger for this happening, if you really want to break it down. Because all these clubs lost revenue, they decided to now go for this European Super League. They thought, oh, if you're going to be bold, be bold with this decision now, so... Yeah, we'll see what happens. Um, boy, football is in a mad place right now. But yeah, thank you guys for listening to LFC Reactions. This episode was quite as long as a usual LFC Reactions. So hopefully you guys have been informed. This is this is not even an enjoyable episode because usually I say... I hope you enjoyed this episode, but this news is not enjoyable. This news is frightening to the future of football. So thank you guys for listening to LSE Reactions and tune in um, tomorrow night where I'll probably provide some sort of update on the game and what Jurgen Klopp's feelings are towards the, the European Super League. So yeah, thank you guys for listening in. Cheers.